Yo, yo, yo. Today is a good day. Today is another episode of the podcast. Today is the last day I let myself eat that Coke and pizza because while today is a day for a podcast, my diet starts tomorrow. While many will scold me for talking about a diet, I may be on the thin side, I'm, but I compete in cycling and diet matters a lot and I am terrible at that. So I do worry and think about it plenty. For today we podcast, tomorrow we diet. Today's subject is a no-brainer, 100% slam dunk, case, shot. First time I've ever seen a product out of the gate to be a home run by Amazon. Well, actually, it's been years in the making, but it's ready. And I think if you start using it the day it comes live, you will instantly get additional sales. And I can't promise how much those sales will be, 1%, 5%, 15%, but they will matter because you did nothing for them. It's taken years for Amazon to get all their tools together to allow this uh, to be possible. It's, it's also going to answer a question of whether you should be considering foreign marketplaces, specifically if you're in North America, if you should be considering Mexico and Canada, which do have, you know, Amazon is local in those, in those countries wherein they have like Amazon.ca, which is their which is their Canada website. And then they have amazon.com.mx, which is their Mexico website. They don't have one for the other Central American countries. These are, if you were to consider North America or actually even all of the Americas, this hemisphere, they have, you know, those three marketplaces in North America. And then they also do have Brazil, but from my understanding, Brazil's not open with FBA centers nor, um, I mean, at least this was the case a year or two ago, they could have changed it now, but it is not like a full on marketplace in all categories, but Mexico and Canada are, and some brands you yourself have probably thought, how can you start selling in those marketplaces? And should you, I bet you some of your products could be a, a, a great fit for those, those marketplaces. And we have done a little bit of in Canada and I'll tell you, it hasn't been worth it. We've only done it to appease those brands. You would think that you'd get 10% of sales uh, in Canada from your Amazon.com, you know, relative to what you're doing. But that's probably not the case. It just doesn't have the penetration in Canada as, you know, as .com does in the US. And granted, there is less competition. So, you know, you... I've always wanted to jump into them, but as I see sales, it's just few and far between. It's hard to do something meaningful uh, compared to what you can do in .com. And so every time these global Amazon global selling people come and knock on my door, I've just like always listened and been excited, but I, I, I get back to reality that it's just a lot of work. That's not to say that we haven't set up Canada and, and had a few products sell at a decent clip. But like those products just sell way better in the U.S. And, and usually Canada is just a distraction. Well, I'm going to tell you how that's about to change. Amazon rolled out what they are calling the North America Remote Fulfillment Program. Uh, the acronym is NARF, probably the worst acronym, but you know, you can't win them all. So, well, you're hearing it from me now because we had a chance to get into their beta program and start listing with inside 
this uh, remote fulfillment program. And I told it's going live in about a month and I'll send a reminder to in a, in a future podcast. Uh, and maybe I'll even talk about it a little bit more in a, in a future episode when it is live. And, and I'll also talk about, I'll probably talk about it when I want to talk about um, how you can do better with foreign transaction fees because you're going to start collecting Mexican pesos and Canadian dollars. And I'm going to guess that most of your suppliers uh, or your employees probably don't want to get paid in those things. And so you need to convert them back to us dollars. And there are some, uh, there's some tricks to do that in the most efficient way possible. Spoiler alert, don't use Amazon's foreign transaction because it's a 4% fee. And if you're doing significant volume, that 4% actually matters. It'll over the course of a year can mean a lot of money. Okay. So the North American remote fulfillment program is going to be valuable for someone that's fully ingrained in the FBA program. This allows you to leverage inventory that you have in US fulfillment centers into these other marketplaces. It lets you check a box that you are truly international. There's this FBA export button, which Amazon has pushed for years. And it's great. You check that box, you sign that signature, and then you can pick up sales in South Africa or the Middle East or wherever. But the truth is, is you're not going to get a lot of sales in those FBA export. It's great to have those sales. Don't get me wrong. But once you've checked that box, there's nothing more for you to do. This program can operate similar to that in that like it's kind of like a, you know, figure it out once and then like let it take off and take the, you know, the additional percentages of sales that you can get. But this one's it is unique in that it is putting your inventory listed in, in different places. So this program uses, they call it the bill, B-I-L, uh, the, well, great. I should have uh, remembered what that stands for. The build international listings. <laughs> I got it. Because <laughs> um, I kept thinking of, uh, you know, the, the term to bill someone, but no, no, that has nothing to do with that. It's this tool that builds international listings from your U.S. inventory into amazon.com.mx and amazon.ca marketplaces. It actually creates or matches those listings uh, into those marketplaces and puts your product there. In, in, and in other words, for the customers in those marketplaces, it is truly a local purchase. They, they will see it. They will see it. It does ship from the U.S., but at no point are they going to have to like do any sort of export uh, or import kind of like transactions. Amazon kind of takes that and does it for you. That's why this, this program is so great is how many of these steps that Amazon is doing. At the moment that uh, they buy your inventory, Amazon takes it out of the fulfillment center and you no longer own the inventory. You... Uh, Amazon takes control and they pay the duties and the import fees and whatever is required for that product to leave the, the country, they do that for you. And they do it at an additional cost of about $3. So your FBA fee for going across the border is about 3 to $4 more. For us, I think the average was $3.50. And I decided to err on the side of of caution. And I put $4 because if you're getting a, a sale in one of these marketplaces, I don't think that your price is the customer's first consideration. You're likely the only one that they've, that they have there that is competing in that. 
And so I always like to take advantage of that uh, difference and then add a little bit on to the cost. So that's why the Amazon employee recommended that I add three fifty. I did four dollars. I'll take those 50 cents. So Amazon is the exporter of record. Then the customer gets it. It is likely a five to 10 day shipping experience and not ideal, but it still has the prime badge. So that's actually significant. And, you know, they're more likely to buy it. I think it's kind of, I've looked at our offers in these marketplaces and, you know, Amazon converts them into whatever currency. So now I've seen a product with like, you know, 670 pesos and, uh, they do add a shipping cost to it, which I think reflects the uh, the import and duties and taxes. And to me, like it's just like a, a win-win. The moment we turned this on, uh, I saw our Canada sales eclipsing what we were doing in Christmas. It's not very often that I do something in a single day that affects sales in a substantive way that day. So when I get to do that, it feels awesome. And so I think that depending on the size of your inventory and how much of your inventory is, is going to match with existing product pages or is just like new to those marketplaces, I have heard reports anywhere from five to 10% of the sales lift for using this program. Right now, I think we're trending close to 5%, but our, our manager, well, the account sorry, the, the, the Amazon employee that uh, told us about this beta program, he jumped in and uh, called me the next day saying like, Hey, like, wow, like you guys are doing a lot. And I told him that we were going to do a lot because that's who we are. No, but like, I was, I was actually really happy. I, I felt that like we, we might have a serious uptick in, in international sales and we did. And it's only continuing to now. And it's forcing me to think about Canada and Mexico in a different way. And so as soon as this, this program becomes available, you should be jumping on. Um, and it seems like Amazon's thought through a lot of this. They have um, had re- their returns are handled as well, which is kind of unique. You know, you're shipping across a border. Well, they, they do the reverse logistics too, so that you um, don't get, you know, you, you don't get, a, you know, the customer has a good experience for they can actually return a product and that you can get it if it's still in sellable condition. You know, we started to get uh, one to two to three to up to five percent of our sales um, that we're getting in the U.S. We just got in Canada, like a like a switch. And what's crazy is only a third of our listings actually went live. We have right now eighty thousand ASINs, and about thirty thousand of them are active in Canada. And I asked them about like, hey, what can we do to get more of these products? into this program and he told me that it's based off of sales volume they have a team that is that is identifying the products that are from the sellers that are enrolled in the program and they are turning on one product at a time because they need sometimes if it's a uh, a uh, product for which you know there are trade agreements they have to look at it to see to see if it classifies under the different you know, tariffs or whatever. So it's understandable why they um, are operating the way that they are, but like they clearly have done a fair amount. If when we uh, turned on the switch that a third of our inventory was already there and they are prioritizing those that are selling the most right now to be for future enrollment. And so that's, to me, it's just like overall positive. Uh, we, to comment on Mexico, 
we've never done sales in Mexico. So we're actually probably have to set up a bank account. Uh, that's to leverage uh, some of these uh, foreign transaction fees in the most advantageous way possible. I do think you could put in your US bank account and you maybe we'll do that for the first round. You can, you know, they, they will, you know, convert and route to US. But what's really cool is like that we're, we're doing stuff in Mexico. We're actually getting questions now from customers in Spanish and, you know, our staff is not super skilled in answering them, but I like to see that as this is a good problem to have. You know, there's the always uh, in a lot of businesses that are growing, there's good problems to have and you don't need to necessarily consider it before you have that problem. It's not like we needed to employ someone that speaks, that speaks Spanish until, you know, now we might have to have a skill set in that, but this is just a, a great thing to have to consider because, uh, we are, uh, you know, selling products in, in new marketplaces. What, what I really love is when we sell products that are kind of stuck in dot-com land, you know, whether or not Amazon retails on a product or if there are other FBA sellers that are beating us, or it's just maybe not a product market fit because of competition or any, any number of reasons. But when you sell stale inventory and you didn't have to do any work for that, that is just about as good as it gets. So I'm super excited about this program and I, and uh, it's a no brainer. As soon as you see, you know, any word about the North America remote fulfillment, you should jump on it and I uh, enjoy the increase uh, boost of sales as, as we have. And I like to think this is my first exclusive breaking news. I get kind of annoyed by, you know, if a program comes out and like, you know, 20 people like want to tell you about the ins and outs and they're usually like two or three months late. I'm like, I already saw this and I know it's like a, and most of the time it's, it's just like not a, an amazing program in itself. And so, but I'm happy that I think I'm also going to be the first to talk about this publicly. And it's also a win, 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 win. There's just too many wins in this program. Okay. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening and uh, share with your friends and share with your, uh, your other Amazon entrepreneurs. Join me on the Instagram at smartest seller, where you can watch myself, take myself uh, very unseriously and watch my mullet grow. And to the shame of my parents, they tell me every time they see me that they just don't like it. And I, that to me, that's a little bit of fuel. Okay. All right. Thank you. One, two, three. This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.